Welcome to Flicks, my name's Daniel Swan, this is episode 68, in which myself and my lovely wife Tiffany B discuss Spider-Man Homecoming. We've got eight and a half minutes of spoiler-free chat if you haven't seen the film, followed by a whole lot more spoiler-filled if you have. Um, I'm going to warn you guys, I get super geeky in this. How geeky? There may be tears. Talking Spider-Man, um, it was, if you remember back, dear listener, as I'm sure you're an avid listener, of course you are, if you remember back to uh, a flicks right at the beginning of the year uh, with myself and longtime friend of the show, Mr. Aaron Sosa, and we went through the uh, comic book offerings um, that 2017 would bring us, and we detailed... We did a kind of a gold, silver, bronze of what our most anticipated was. And for both of us, our most anticipated film was Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh. I think as, a, as a, a disclaimer, I need to uh, go through what, just very quickly that Spider-Man is my favourite character, my favourite comic book character. I love him to pieces. Um, and I love, obviously, the films of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes. So I was coming into this incredibly biased. Yes. I mean, this would have incredibly had... excited. Incredibly excited. Spider-Man mania is gripping the world. 128 million or something? 117 million? something Around $120 million yeah. in the US in, the, in its first weekend. Because obviously this is the third iteration of him now. Mm. They had We had Tobey Maguire, then we had Andrew Garfield, and now we've got Tom Holland in terms of eras of Spider-Man, and that's three in, you know, 20 years. This is a lot. Um, and people were saying, like, oh, what makes this one different? Just having him in the context of a larger superhero universe is huge, mm-hmm. I think. Because you look at The Amazing Spider-Man, or, or even the Sam Raimi Spider-Man films, and it's just him on his own. And he, he is the bar against which things are, are, are measured. Whereas in this instance... And I think it's always one of the most fun things in Spider-Man comics where it's like, it's this little kid and he's comparing himself to all of these other superheroes. There's, you know, mm. they, they, they will often have fun in Spider-Man comics of having guest stars coming in who just handle themselves impossibly well and so much better than Peter Parker could. And so just that idea of bringing, putting him in a, an existing superhero universe yeah. is a huge thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm. I mean, I was on board. You're I was. It was. It was four stars before I'd even <laughs> placed my butt on the seat. Yeah. But of course, I was watching the film with, and I'm now doing this flicks with, the Mary Jane to my Peter Parker. So I'm gonna die. No, you don't die. Oh. Well, I mean, you. Yeah. You'd think that she's dead, but then at some point, I will make a deal with the devil that will erase our marriage from the world in order to save my aunt's life. I see. So, I mean, things to look forward to good. in the marriage. So that's good. Um, were you excited about this film? I wasn't, no. No. No, because I do think I'm experiencing superhero fatigue. Sure. Um, but I was. I knew you would be excited, mm-hmm. um, and so I was happy to go along. But I wasn't excited about it, no. Okay. But I wasn't, like, dreading it. Willing or to not attend. wanting to go, yeah. Okay. I was like, okay, yeah, we'll see. Fair enough, fair enough. Open-minded, I would say. Okay, okay. And so that's more uh, as a complaint of just the amount of superhero films in general as opposed to this is the third Spider-Man that we've seen. In. Yeah, because I haven't really seen... I didn't really watch the Tobey Maguire ones, and no. um, I did see the other two, but I didn't hate them. No. Like, I think... I uh, and I also you know don't have a kind of love of the character in the yeah. same way that you do so I was yeah a bit more open minded sure um but I did think it would probably be good based yeah. on the bits that we'd seen of him in other films and Marvel films tend to be good tend to be very watchable yeah there's yeah. there's a pretty high bar of yeah. you know it's not a Pixar high bar but it's no. a yeah it's a you're it's not very gonna, watchable yeah none of the films have been like oh my god this is Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Good. What will people have to like in order to like this? Mm. Or what are some things that 
will be a, an indicator of whether people will like this film. Okay, so I think, I think you would need to like superheroes. Sure. Or be open to Be open to the concept of superheroism. Um, in films. Sure. Um, I think you'd have to like um, a smaller scale superhero films. Yes. Um, and I think maybe like some teen comedy or something like that. Nice. Um, yeah, those kind of things yeah. mixed together. Yeah. How about you? you yeah, I think? said pretty much the same. I said the MCU. Because it does have a very... So the Marvel films... So Iron Man and Thor and Captain America and Ant-Man and the Avengers and all that kind of stuff. Just by virtue of the fact that they do have... They've hit upon a formula. Like, they know what they're doing at this yeah. point. Um, and kind of tonally, I think they they kind of share a similar kind of, yeah, vibe that they've got. That it's kind of serious in parts, yeah. but it never lo- never really loses its kind of levity, its yeah. awareness that it is an absurd situation. Yeah. Um, and so, if you're on board with that, and like you say, teen comedies, yeah, because the, a lot of this, and I did did like that, that it is, yeah, it's uh, the the high school stuff plays as much of a part as as the Spider Man stuff. But you make a very good point by the fact that it isn't. This isn't a film where if Spider Man loses the universe blows up yeah. or the world implodes in and on itself yeah. or something like that. It's, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's got a good guy and it's got a bad guy, but it doesn't need to be a huge it's thing. It's more street level. It's more street level. Because it's a conversation that we were having where, when we walked out, where Spider-Man, in and of himself, in terms of his power set, you know, is not really on the level necessarily of a, an Iron some Man or a others. Thor or, you know, some yeah. of these kind of global level, you know, superheroes. Um, and so it's, you know, the, the reason that he gets written into those things and, you know, writers will write him as being this incredible, you know, the incredible Spider-Man, the amazing Spider-Man, is because his popularity means that they want to put him in as many books as they can. Because yeah. if you put Spider-Man in the Avengers, then Avengers will sell more yeah. issues. But he's, yeah, he is... In, in his heart, he's a he's a street level, yeah, street level guy, and that yeah, that really worked well, and it meant that it wasn't so absurd that it's this fifteen year old kid, yeah, um, and because that that is another thing that it was, it's a lot more evident that he is a is a young kid yeah. than the other films, yeah, than the Tobey Maguire and the Andrew Garfield ones. They seem in a in a big rush to grow them up yeah, and to have Peter Parker be a, an adult and mm. have more adult concerns. But this one was very happy having him as a kid. Yeah. And because it's Tom Holland and he, I mean, it, I, he is younger than the other actors that have played him, but not, he's not, he's not 15 obviously, but he's, he seems a lot more, he seems, he seems small. And, and... But it's a great, yeah, it's a great film. Yeah. And so that is our spoiler free review of... Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah! We're just about to spoil this film. So I'm telling you it won't be groovy. If you listen any further without watching the movie. It's spoilers! Spoilers. Here we are. Spoilerville. Live in a jar. Spoilerville. (laughs) Brush your hair. Spoilerville. Everywhere. Um... That's are you, that's the second jingle. So they will have heard the first jingle, and then I will have just gone just just freestyled. You can edit that out though, right? Like if you need to. I could, but just, I'll tell you what, I might not. That option's there though. The options. Just there. saying. The options there. Just saying. Okay, so it's now time for <laughs> so everybody who has <clears throat> who is listening to this now has watched Spider Man Homecoming knows all the all the juicy details, and if you haven't, just switch off. Go watch it and then switch back on. Keep your headphones in maybe so you can watch it over the end credits perhaps because they are quite a while. They are. Um, yeah, so we're into spoilers. We're into um, Flix's patented five-point rating system. Yes. Tiffany B, would you like to... I'd like you to start, please. Oh, oh fair enough. I start, request. I shall. <laughs> so, and we're going to start right at the beginning. Let's. My lady, we're going to start right at the beginning with the opening of the film, Peter Parker's video, like, vlog oh, yeah. diary of Civil War. 
oh, which yeah. was great. Yeah. As a as a, a continuity nerd as I am, Massively. I fucking love it when films dovetail perfectly together. I just think there's this something it makes me giddy and <laughs> and so to have him to see what he was doing just before he jumps out in Civil War and steals Captain America's shield and stuff and then has the fight with Captain America and then his first instinct is to film himself. Oh my God, I just had a fight with Captain America. Just joyous. Yeah. And you get over his, the fact that he is a kid, like that just sets it straight off that this is a giddy little kid. Yeah, and he's kind super of, overexcited yeah. and like... He's uh, and it, geeking out massively. And it really shows like why he shouldn't be an Avenger. Yeah. Because it's like he's a kid. Yeah. It's it's the yeah. it's the the thing that the films haven't been able to do in terms of bringing in a Robin. Because yeah. Robin's supposed to be this age or even younger sometimes. Yeah. And you're like, what are you doing, Batman? You're insane. Yeah. Um and so yeah, I just thought it was a great way of um setting this film up in terms of where it is. Uh, it set up the, the the kind of the main drive for the whole thing of him wanting to be in the Avengers, him wanting to to be yeah. more of a part of it. Um, set up his character really really well, mm. and for the you know for the MCU, which is you know at this point like many episodes of a TV show, it just it was amazing. Yeah, such a great way to start. Yeah, and yeah, something different nice. and something. It was different. Yeah. And I think that's the that's the thing that, that interesting. Yeah, and it did. I think, like you say, it was very good at representing him as a child yeah. and a modern day child. Yeah, well, I say child, but I don't know what Teen. like teenager. Yeah, like um, yeah, like he would be filming himself and yeah. like you know if he could sending it to his friends and yeah. putting it up on Facebook and yeah, like it's yeah, it's that modern like. Everything needs to be documented. Yeah, otherwise it didn't happen. Picks or it didn't happen. Yeah, kind of thing. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think I thought that was good. I thought that was a great opening. And again, it's it's a. I think we're always, well, I'm often saying, that what I one of the things that I love about the MCU is that they are trying to change it up. They do have a very similar tone. Mm. They do obviously by virtue of the fact that its superhero films have kind of fairly similar beats. Yeah. In them, um, story beats, but. They're trying. They always try and do different things. Yeah. Like in you know the, this is a this is a MCU film that is also a teen comedy. Yeah. Like there yeah. are you know that that Winter Soldier is the MCU film that's also like a political thriller. Yeah. And various different things like that. So um, yeah, to, for for them trying something different and yeah. it working. Yeah. Big thumbs up. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So then for me and this I guess this could link. Um, and now this isn't a very sophisticated point, but sure. I felt like the film, there were parts in it that I, and I think that was one, mm-hmm. um, where I really felt like it really looked comic booky, okay. And I think maybe it was the way it was shot or the way it was edited or something. Interesting. But it was very like, I could almost see the scenes on the page of a comic. Okay. Like, I feel like the bit where he's in the bank with the robbers, when they're trying to... Oh, yeah. In the ATM thing. I really felt like I could almost see that being drawn in a comic book. Yeah. And, like, maybe it was just the way they were cutting, and maybe they were kind of, like, quite jump cuts or something. Yeah. But that it felt like each scene was like a panel of a comic. And there was a few times oh, that good. I noticed that. And I don't know if it was intentional or if I was kind of bringing something to it. Like, yeah. You know. But, um, yeah, I don't know exactly what it was. Maybe it's the speed with which it yeah. moved around or, yeah, the way in which it was shot. I'm sure that somebody more sophisticated than me would know what that was. But, yeah, I felt like it was very comic booky in a kind of way that I haven't seen in, some, uh, in the others. Interesting. Um, it was a bit more jumpy, I think, yeah. than some of the others. Okay. Um, and so I think particularly his scenes where he's being Spider-Man yeah. and he's like with a criminal or something. Yeah. It's like him jumping around and then he's over there. Yeah. And then he's like saying some kind of quirky little you yeah. know, quip and then he's over there and yeah. then he's like, you know, the, the 
the criminals or whoever they are, and yeah. like barely catching up with him, like to yeah. see him and he's jumping all over the place. You know, it felt very comic booky. Yeah. Not in a way that I I don't think the other one, the Avengers and stuff, are quite nice. like that. So. Yeah. And that's a positive. Yeah, I thought that was a good thing because I good. thought it kind of captured the mood of Spider Man. Yeah. Quite well, and yeah. I obviously don't claim to know that what the mood of Spider-Man is particularly well. But um, it felt, I don't know what, maybe it tied into him being young mm-hmm. and it being very quick and yeah. like, I don't know. But it felt like it was right. It felt like yeah. it matched the character. Well, I suppose, yeah, yeah. Because as a hero, he's going to be more kind of jumpy around than anybody yeah. else. Everybody else is a little bit more kind of, yeah, you know, uh, assured. Yeah. Like a bit cooler in their actions yeah. and he's a bit more manic and Yeah. Yeah. Bouncing around yeah. and stuff. Um yeah, but I thought that was good and I don't know if it was intentional. Um but the fact that you didn't notice it makes me think maybe I was um <laughs> bringing something to it. But when I think through it, I do feel like particularly like I say the the kind of fight scenes yeah were very like Yeah. If you broke those down, those mm. scenes, those shots. Yeah. I think you could almost put together a comic book panel or two. Good. Yeah. Well, that's good. I like that. Yeah, that's really cool. Because, yeah, I I, I didn't necessarily feel that. No. You know, it's what you you take away from it, isn't it? Very subjective. Nice. I feel like you're saying that was a bad point. No, no, no. (laughs) Entirely the opposite. Yeah, sure, whatever you think, whatever... Whatever makes you sleep at night, that's fine. You know, you can say stupid points. I'm not going to judge you. No, sweetheart. That's not what I'm saying at all. I think that's a very good point. Go on then. What's um, your next one? My next one kind of dovetails a little bit from that oh. in terms of the manic energy. Yeah. Um, I've just put Spidey Sucks. Um, I love the fact that pretty much all the way through the film, he's like, he's even when he's succeeding at things, he's kind of doing them wrong. Yeah. And he's kind of messing up all over the place. Yeah. And he's kind of, he, it's, uh, which. Going through it by the skin of his teeth yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's kind of winging it. Yeah. Um, and you really get the sense that, and I suppose it, I mean, maybe again, it's, it's a, a thing of, I mean, you, you get the fact that, you know, the, a large part of the appeal of Spider-Man is that he is, he is one of us. Yeah. He is somebody who, isn't a billionaire, you know, genius playboy philanthropist. He's not a god. He's not the world's most perfect soldier. He's not a perfectly trained shield agent or whatever. Like, he's an idiot who mucks up all the time, who just so happens to have the proportionate strength and speed of a spider. Um, But, so you have that. But then also, maybe with a kind of nod to puberty, in that, you know, when people like... I suppose boys especially, but I imagine it happens with girls of like growth spurts. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're very gangly and you're very lanky and you're kind of tripping over yourself because you're growing too fast for your brain to keep up with. Yeah. There's a sense of like, I suppose with him just getting the powers relatively recently, like he's still not, he's not the kind of slick hero that he one day probably will be. Like you're kind of, 25 to 30 year old Spider-Man is going to be like shit hot at swinging through the city and like beating people up but he's just yeah kind of jumping all over the place like a flea and just managing to punch this person in the head yeah with his enthusiasm and his energy yeah Yeah. but not as much skill exactly yeah and uh, the, the fact that that didn't really didn't really end there there wasn't a point where it's like and now I'm a really good Spider-Man yeah that's true yeah like he's always just kind of like you say, yeah, barely getting by. Yeah. And I think that's a really endearing quality for a superhero to have. Yeah. It's not that he's a bad superhero at all, but he's just, he's almost... He's not polished. Yeah, he's more powerful than he knows what to do with, I yeah. think. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah I, that's I true. I think that's a, a, such, a, yeah, such an endearing quality. Yeah, and it was good that, like you say, that they didn't change that because sometimes yeah. they can do that can't they like there's one scene where he starts to get to grip with his powers and then all of a sudden yeah he's like this kind of super duper you know professional yeah superhero yeah like you know after a couple of times of falling down yeah but this was like he's kind of falling all over the place yeah. all the way through um and he does kind of find his strength and he he has yeah. his moment of like 
I can do this. Yeah. But yeah, even then, he's not perfect. Yeah. He's not like... Like on the plane at the end, he's yeah. still kind of fumbling around. Yeah, you feel he's... like he's kind of struggling. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like you say, potentially makes him more endearing because he's still trying. Yeah. You know, more and more, you yeah. know, all the way through. Even Absolutely. when you think... He's losing. You're kind of, yeah, this isn't working, is it? Yeah. Like, he's still just like, well, yeah. I just keep trying. Well, it's um, the, yeah, it's, uh, I, I read a quote about one of the writers talking about Spider-Man and why they love Spider-Man so much. And they said that he's the most heroic of all the heroes because of any hero, he goes into every fight convinced that he's going to lose. Yeah. But he goes in anyway. Yeah. He's like, well, I've got to do it. But then yeah. he, finds a, he finds a way to win. Um, yeah, and I think yeah. that, was, that was demonstrated well in this film. Hmm. Good. Um, okay, so I guess similar to that, um, I put um, have I thought the film was having fun. Yes. And there was a lot of humor in it. Yeah. Um, and a lot of space given to humor. Yeah. Like it wasn't just incidental. Yeah. It was like there on purpose. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't just through like one friend, although his his friend Ned brought yeah. a lot of humour. But there was also like the Flash guy, which also I thought he was very comic booky. The way they filmed him, and yeah. The way he kind of popped up every now and again, yeah. Like I imagine in a comic. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, yeah. There was a lot of humour there with him, and then like you say, in a similar way for him, kind of muddling through, yeah, constantly, yeah. Um, you know, falling all over the place, yeah. like smashing himself up, and I don't know. There was a lot of humor. Yeah. Um, so much humor coming from the suit as well. Yeah. Of him not knowing that bit. Yeah, all was of the extra really suit funny. stuff. Yeah. And she, she's saying, "Okay, going into kill mode or whatever." <laughs> and his is. eyes go. Yeah, and he's like, "No, no, no, no! Don't do that! Don't do that!" Um, yeah. And like, yeah, him, yeah, kind of struggling through, I don't know how you choose. And then yeah. like, what the fuck is this? I don't yeah. know how this works. Like, like, well, that's the default for the mode that you yeah. I chose for you. Yeah. I'm just put it, default. Yeah. Default. That's all I want. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was really, yeah, that was particularly funny. Yeah. His kind of engagement with the suit yeah. when he's unlocked it. Um, yeah. When he gets locked in that vault. And he's got to spend all night trying to work out yeah. how to, and he's like going through all of his like, right, what what can we do here? What can we do? And then, yeah. 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 So I thought that was really funny. I did like his, um, he had a, yeah, a lot of humor came from his relationship with Ned yeah. as well, which was nice. Um, yeah. A lot of kind of him asking him questions in mm-hmm. the way like a friend would like, yeah. oh, what about this? What about that? Yeah. Can you do this? Can you do that? Did you do that? Like, yeah. how did that happen? Like, all these questions um yeah so i think it's good yeah as as you said i think it's a tonal choice by the marvel films mm. but um it's always good because for me i find it i find it hard when they take themselves too seriously yeah um and spider-man's supposed to be a funny character yeah like there's like he's inherent he's, humor yeah. in it um yeah the, but there were quite a few kind of really funny moments yeah um, and that I like that. Yeah. So, yeah. The humour. The humour. And to another th- a thumbs up to the humour. Yes. Um, next one, uh, and you, I think you would have guessed that I was going to say this even before we sat down on the film. And just, just in one word, Keaton. Uh oh. Keaton. Mm-hmm. Michael Keaton, I love. I love him. Do you like him? I love him. Michael Keaton, how do you feel about him? Michael Keaton, I love him. <laughs> I love Michael Keaton. Why do you love Michael him? Keaton, if you're listening, <laughs> I love you. I just think I was trying to explain it to you when we when we were walking home. I just think he's he's got an energy about him. Mm. He's got um a, a slight kind of off-kilter I don't know. You you get the feeling with him in a similar way to like Robert Downey Jr. or Christopher Walken mm. or I don't know other people that he will never do a take the same way twice. Yeah. You kind of feel like there's little ticks or little like he'll take a breath at a different point or he'll look away or he'll have a little thing, and it's just it it feels very much like I said to you before. It feels very much like. He's the character is saying the lines for the first time. 
yeah. that he's not reciting lines. He's, not that he's just thinking and saying things. Yeah. And I think that's a um it's a a very rare gift for an actor. And I think he's got mm. it. And I think he was great. I think he was very kind of believable. I think he's very in some ways um uh understandable, relatable. Mm-hmm. He's 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 that good kind of bad guy where you you don't agree with what he's doing because mm. obviously he's doing bad things, but you understand why he's doing it. Mm. And so you can believe why he's, yeah, he's you going can, about it the wrong way. But yeah. when he says... His motives are like unrelatable yeah. or at least, yeah. yeah, like you get, yeah, like you said. He's a guy who is very much, you know, he's kind of a woe is, not a woe is me guy, but he's like, I'm the victim. I'm always the victim and everyone's kind of having a go at me and it's always me, you know, getting it in the neck from from the higher-ups and so I'm going to fight back. Yeah. And in his head, I guess, he's the hero. He's like, I'm fighting for my family, I'm yeah. fighting the system, I'm not going to, you know, bend over and take it or the government's, you know, taking this contract mm. away from me. Yeah. Um, and, I, yeah, I just think it's... Like, he's, I mean, he's great, isn't he? Yeah. He's just great. Yeah. I do think, I mean, one of my points was around this as well, but um, I do think uh, superhero films mm-hmm. are as good as their bad guy. Interesting. And he, I thought he was a good one. Yeah. A lot of them lately, this has been my issue with them. Okay is they have really not very good bad guys. Yeah. That... Like, we just watched that Spider-Man one, mm-hmm. and it was the... Jamie Electro. Fox. Electro, yeah. Electro. Like, with him, it's like, what's his problem? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, with me, you know what I'm like, I need to know what's yeah. going on. What's what's your motiv- motivation what's, what's, here? Uh, what's going what's on here, What's his problem? And then you have, like, what was the one with the... Is it X-Men or something? With that Egyptian... Oscar Apocalypse. Isaac, yeah, that one. That's that's infamous. That's now, the isn't one. It? That's the that one. That was the one. I that was like, a straw that no. broke the camel's Come back. On. No. What's his problem? Eh? Taking me for a fucking idiot. They are. <laughs> what's going on? Oscar, mate. Yeah. What's your problem? Yeah. Is it, yeah, and I love him. He's great. But that if he can't bad guy make a good character yeah, out of it, it means it's written badly. Yeah. And um, yeah, a lot of the bad guys, you're like, what are you? What's your problem? Yeah. What are you trying to achieve here? Yeah, like I don't get it. And yeah. then it just makes it all seem a little bit less important. Yeah, it's like, well, you're just made up a bad guy, aren't you? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You haven't thought about the story. You haven't thought about the motivation. But I did think he he yeah, like as you've already said, like had a motivation, had a reason, and whether or not you know you agree with it, which most people wouldn't. Yeah. Um. You get why he's there yeah. and why he's doing what he's doing. Yeah. Um, and it's and not... he's not pure bad. Yeah. He's not just like evil yeah. incarnate, you know? He's like a person yeah. who has a life yeah. and has made these bad decisions. Yeah. And and even has some humanity still. Yeah. Because he stu- like says to him, doesn't he? Like, just back off and we'll call it a day. Yeah. You saved my daughter. So, yeah. you know, as long as you just leave me alone, I'll leave yeah. you alone. Which, you know... In other films, they wouldn't have a bad guy no. that would do that. He would just be like, oh, I'm going to kill you I'm because going to I found out he was Spider-Man you. and that's yeah. it. Yeah, and so it was refreshing, um, I thought, to have a bad guy who wasn't 100% bad yeah. and was, like, relatable as a human. Yeah. Because I think sometimes, at least for me, I lose interest when they're not relatable at all. Mm. They're rarely, you know, not human, like as a monster. Yeah. Like, okay, so kill the monster yeah you know yeah just loses that engagement but that wasn't the point the point was it was kind of stemmed off of that the point was i liked a lot of the actors in the film okay um one of which was grouping the actors yeah um i liked i really liked donald glover yeah we talked about this already Mm -hmm. but and he only had a very small part Mm -hmm. which i really like him yeah there's something about him that just I don't know, like just very watchable. Yeah. Like Keaton, I think. Yeah. In that same way of just kind of like doing a really good job. So you're really like on board with it. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, that's good. And it's kind of like, because he was kind of, I don't know, he had his eyes half closed for a lot of it and yeah. he was kind of mumbling a little bit. And it's it's like him, as you say, like with, like with, with a Keaton that you're not just going to get 
just a kind of a tropey kind of yeah Yeah. like he's going to bring something different yeah he's decided this is this character this is who this person is it's not just it's not just like me with like saying these lines yeah because I'm this person now yeah um, yeah, I liked him. I did like um, what's his name, Tom Holland, Tom Holland as well. I he was very good. Yeah, I liked him. He was very endearing mm-hmm. um, and very believable. Um, yeah, I kind of liked all of them. I liked the girl Liz. Yeah, she was good as well as that kind of love interest, but yeah. not entirely blah. Yeah, like she was kind of seemed to have a bit of a character herself. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. I thought there were a lot of good actors, and it's nice when you have surround the the characters surrounded by good actors. Yeah. Um, because it 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 does matter. I think. Yeah. It, you have to watch these people for an hour and a half, yeah. and you can't get by with, you know, substandard yeah. characters, even if the main one is good. Mm. So yeah, I thought there were some good actors in the film. Mm. Yeah. I will just. Um, uh, Say well with regard to the good actors, I thought that uh, what's her name? Stupid name, Zendaya. Oh yeah, I thought she was um, good. MJ. MJ. I mean, we we won't get to that because it's a because it's 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 not big enough for a point. But you didn't like that. Right. Here's the thing. Quickly. That's the she, she all the way through. It would have been perfect if she had been Mary Jane. Absolutely and they wanted perfect. it to be a surprise. And they wanted it to be a surprise. And that's fine. Like, don't call her Mary Jane. Don't give her that name. What could they have sung, though? Oh, I don't know. It, it, it doesn't matter. They'd called her Jane or something. Like, I don't know. Don't, don't call her anything, because she, she was barely referenced at all. Yeah. She only just cropped up occasionally. And you don't necessarily... It's remarkable the amount of films like Fight Club. Edward Norton's never given a name. Yeah. Like, you can get away with it. Yeah. Like, don't give her a name and at the end say that she's Mary Jane. Yeah. Because that's perfect, because then she's this person who's there, she's kind of different, she's kind of weird, she's not the girl that Peter's in love with at first. In the comics, that would be Gwen Stacy, but here it's Liz, whatever, fine, fair enough. But then, just why, why, why not? Why is she not Mary Jane? It doesn't make any sense that she's not Mary Jane. Okay. Especially if they're going to go, oh, but her, oh, she's MJ. Like, come on. So the point was... So the point... W- you but, liked yeah, her. I, yeah, I thought she was very good. <laughs> um, but also, with the Michael Keaton thing, uh, oh, sorry. I think that... Uh, the, I mean, all, all over with all of these films, the design is great, but I thought the design of him... And his costume, I loved his kind of bomber jacket thing, yeah. like World oh, War Two yeah. pilot like jacket. That, yeah. Loved the kind of the green things for the eyes, very scary. I love the fact that he's got these wings and then they incorporated the talons in his feet so he can pick things up with his feet as well. That was very clever. I just thought he looked really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you love Keaton. I, I, love, I love Michael Keaton. Do you like him? I don't. I don't like him. I no. don't like, I don't want to be his friend. No. I want to make love to him. No. Okay. Good. Um good. Thanks for you. Got that sorted. Okay. Do you have another one? I do. <laughs> this is a negative one. Oh. Okay. I was worried we were going to sure. Okay, yeah. Okay. So and Let's do I it think quickly. you probably already know. But I didn't like Iron Man as mentor. Fucking hell. Okay, no, that's fine. What? No, I was just being silly. Why oh. didn't you like him? I just think I just I I don't know. It kind of annoyed me, I think, that this character would look up to that character because he's a dickhead. Sure. I mean, really? Yeah. Isn't he? He he would I'm sure describe himself as a dickhead. Yeah. And he he's just I don't know. I wish they'd chosen a different mentor for him. Yeah. I wish it had been Captain America. Yeah. Or Anyone else, really. Yeah. Like, it just... I don't know, I just don't like him. And I think he's smarmy and yeah. he's full of himself. And I think that's why they had to use what's-his-face, his little right-hand man. Happy. Yeah, because it wouldn't have worked with him. Yeah. Being the person he calls all the time. Yeah. Or, you know? And I don't know, that I just didn't like it. I just thought... He's not someone... Okay, he is someone that someone likes this character, this Spider-Man character, mm-hmm. would respect because he's a superhero and he's and super genius, clever. The and, science thing. That yeah, of, yeah. 
all of that kind of jazz. But equally, you're like, you kind of don't really want him to look up to him. Yeah. She's like, that's not what you want to be. Yeah. You don't want to be like him. Yeah. Because he's a dickhead. Yeah. You want to be, you know, righteous. Yeah. You want to be moral. You want to be... Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I just find it hard. Could have been like Bruce Banner. It would have been great. Yeah. He's a scientist. Mm -hmm. He's clever. Yeah. Like... But there's an argument that maybe Banner would have been too nice to him. Yeah. Um, so the tough love Yeah, he thing. needed the tough love thing. And also, the fact that Downey Jr... Well, the fact that Tony Stark is kind of a prick... Yeah. I think reflects very well on Peter Parker by comparison. Yeah, that's true. I think true. he comes across as more of a kind of more wide-eyed and earnest and, you know, yeah. a nice kid. The fact that the kid, that, the person that he's talking to is this, yeah, kind of... Yeah. It's, there's a very a real chance that I just don't really like him. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, and that that's what it is, but... I was grateful that he wasn't there very much. Yeah, I thought they yeah they kept it quite spare. Yeah, which was and when good. he was there, I was a bit like, oof. Yeah. I don't know. He's like, I think he just talks too fast all the time. <laughs> like, why are you talking so fast? <laughs> like, all the time. And it's like, I know you like him for that reason, in part because he's got this kind of, like, off-the-cuffness about him. Yeah. But I just... I, I imagine he's the kind of person you think, just shut up. <laughs> just, will you just shut up? Like, you know, at some point. Yeah. Like, enough. <laughs> enough, <Robert>. Iron Man. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just think, shh, just shh, shh. And then I'd be happy. <laughs> so, that's my point. Fair enough. So, shut up, Iron Man. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Um... So my last two points Uh-oh. are going to take you half an hour to discuss. No, I'm going to try and get through them as quickly as possible. Um, are two moments in the film? I know them. You know them, um, and they kind of represent two different things. I think I'm going to say my f- my favorite moment of the film first because I think it, it says a, a slightly less important thing. My favourite moment in the whole film was the rubble sequence when he's trapped underneath the building. Mm, yeah. It's uh, riffing on uh, a very famous um, scene from Spider-Man, was it 30, around the 30s, 33, 35, something like that? Yeah. Um, where he's similarly trapped under rubble and he's got to find the strength within himself to you know break free and whatnot. Um, and there's all of these issues and he's got all these troubles and all these problems and whatnot. And I just think that that scene is a, a, a really... I, I mean, the, the, yeah, the fact that it's kind of referencing this very famous thing from the comics shows a great kind of reverence to the, the story and the character, which is great. Um, but the, the reason that I wanted to mention it here is because I think it is a very good demonstration of Tom Holland's acting which i think yeah. was really good all the way through yeah because you really believe him as a as a kid yeah all the way through even the, the you know when he's spider-man he's a kid when he's peter parker he's a kid he's you know he's trying to do the right thing he he doesn't necessarily know what the right thing is to do he's making bad decisions but you believe him because he's a kid mm. um and in that scene before he finds the strength to to will himself to to you know kind of smash through the stuff he's crying out He's a 15-year-old kid trapped under rubble, scared. scared, terrified, begging for someone to help him. Yeah. And it's only when he realizes there's no one to help you here. You've yeah. got to you've got to help yourself and then he finds that strength within himself. I just thought that was that was I was in tears. That was just great. Yeah. I, I knew you would great. love that. When I was watching the film I was like, I tell you he's going to love it. <laughs> um but I do. I thought it was very good as well. Yeah. In part, like you say, because it was very well acted. Yeah. Um, and it was very believable. Yeah. Like, and it was really kind of sad. Yeah. Because you're like, God, he's just a kid. Yeah. Like. It kind of ha- hits home to you. And like, yeah. Oh shit, I'm, I'm wishing yeah. him to go into this thing. Yeah. And he's just like, and you're kind of, and you expect a lot of him. Yeah. Because he's a superhero. Yeah. So there's like they're infallible and so yeah. whatever you don't care they get hurt or oh, well yeah. they'll get back up. Um, but this did make you think, wow, yeah. like, he's scared. Yeah. Like... And he's really Yeah, vulnerable. I mean, you don't see that a lot, do no. you, in, in superhero films? You don't see... I mean, you do, maybe split second, yeah. like, hesitation type things. Yeah. 
but you don't see a true kind of breakdown of like I'm really scared no and I feel really alone and, and I find this really tough yeah and it's a it's a really great thing. It's a thing that I kind of wish and they kind of did it in Iron Man three when he was having like the kind of panic attacks after oh, yeah. New York. And he's like he couldn't do it and he you know, whatever. But one of my favourite bits of any Iron Man stuff in anything was in the comics. It was in one of the Ultimates comics, where they're having this fight against aliens and it's an alien invasion, it's all pretty scary. And Iron Man gets punched out and he goes flying through the sky and he, he lands on the ground and there's a crowd around him and they're like come on get up Iron Man get up Iron Man and he kind of takes his mask off and he has a bit of a breakdown and he's like I can't I can't do it I'm not I'm not as he has a great line where he says like I'm not as clever as they think I am nobody's as clever as they think I am and he's like breaking down and you're like Adap. and then everyone around him kind of buoys him up and they're like yeah. no you can do it and whatever and it's having those moments that makes the heroic stuff that much more powerful. Yeah, like he's yeah. he's fighting stuff within himself as well as this exterior stuff. Yeah. You think that's just oh, that's what it's all about. And yeah. yeah, so this moment, then when he finally does like, no, I can do it. And that great quote of if you're nothing oh, without yeah. the suit, then you shouldn't have it. Yeah. You're like, yes, that's yeah. yeah. That was yeah, great. And I was like, oh <laughs> tears. Brilliant. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. I agree. What was, what was the other one? Uh, and the other one um, is uh, when Keaton, in one of his brilliant speeches, my darling, my darling Michael, real name Michael <laughs> Douglas, not a lot of people know that. Um, really? Yeah. Oh. But he can be Michael Douglas because Michael Douglas is Michael Douglas, so he had to be Michael Keaton. Okay. Anyway, Sorry. Um, so yeah, so the bit where he uh, works out that Peter is Spider Man. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of a little bit difficult to take. A little bit kind of a little bit, Yeah. But I can kind of get on board with it. There was an, enough, enough clues because Keaton. Keaton brings you in. He makes you buy it. <laughs> um, and he gives him the he gives Peter the big speech. He doesn't point. Oh, I love it. He doesn't point a gun at him. He just has a gun. He just gets a gun out and you know is holding it while he's talking to Peter. And like you say, he says, "You saved my daughter's life. This for, I, if you push this, I will kill you and I will kill everyone you care about." Which is terrifying. Yeah, especially for a child. Yeah, he's telling You feel fifth, like yeah, fucking hell, mate. You know? Keaton. Jesus. I mean, I love you, but come on, mate. Um, That's not nice. Gives him this whole speech, and Peter's cowed, and he's, like, scared, as you would be. And he gets out, and then he goes in the thing, and then he kind of makes his decision, like, no, I'm, I'm going to fight I'm back. I'm going to have to say goodbye to Liz. Yeah. And then he calls up Ned, and he tells Ned to track his phone. He's like, where's your phone? You see, his phone is in the car, Michael Keaton's car. And so even in that moment when he is terrified, when he's yeah. been threatened with his life, Aunt May's life, his friends' lives, everything, he knows he's still got that belief in his heart that he needs to do the right thing. He can't give up. There's no... I'm getting emotional talking about it again. You just love it. It's just... Because it's, it's Spider-Man. Because it's Spider-Man, because... And this is the thing that, that I liked in, in like Wonder Woman and the thing that Batman v Superman didn't have and obviously Suicide Squad didn't have. That's a hero. Yeah. That is that is somebody who just, they don't always know what the right thing is, but they're always trying to do it. And yeah. I just think that, ah, oh, just that little reveal, just a little character beat. It's not a big thing and they don't make a big deal of it. Yeah. But what that means is that he dropped his phone in there deliberately because he knew at that moment, whilst having his life threatened, yeah. I can't stop going after this guy. Yeah. Because he's a bad guy and he needs to be taken down. Yeah. And yet, at the end, when they have their fight, which was really good as well, just as a little side point, yeah. a great thing, again, where, as they have been criticised in the past, it's not just two CG characters punching each other and let's yeah. see who can hit each other hardest before they die. The main bit is the plane thing of trying to stop him from doing the plane and then when they get on the floor and they have their fight, it doesn't last very long because yeah, they're aware. Like, That's not interesting. Yeah. Nudge, nudge, Wonder Woman. But even at that point when he's, he's his wings are about to blow up, Peter's like, I've got to save you, your wings are going to blow up. There's no thing of like, yeah, fuck you, you're going to die. You were going to kill me, so you should deserve to die. Mm. No, he's going to try and save him. And then he mm. does save him. He pulls him out of the thing. And it's just... It, and and so that is... They just get the character. Yeah. They just get that character really well. 
and it's it's a it's a he's a good character. Yeah. Um, in that Captain America way of always trying to do the right thing, but whilst yeah. Captain America maybe finds it a little bit easier. Yeah, because he's just because he's the perfect off. man. Yeah. Spider Man, you can't be accused of not being interesting and being too much of a boy scout because he's he kind of is mucking up all the time. Yeah. But he knows... And he seems unsure of himself. Yeah. He doesn't seem like he... uh, Yeah, like he always knows what he's going to do. Or he always knows what the right thing is to do, even. Or he always thinks his stance is clear, you know? Yeah. Or he doesn't seem like the kind of person that doesn't consider not doing it yeah you know he seems like he would waver all the time yeah should i do it should i not do it like oh i should do it like you know it doesn't seem like yeah like say it doesn't come as easily as captain america like i am good and i am pure so i will fix it yeah whereas he's a bit more like oh what should i do yeah what's the right thing to do um yeah and i think in that scene um what i loved about that scene was enough like from the moment he knocked on the door and and Keaton answered it. Which is a great twist. Yeah. Was he looked like the colour had drained from him. His acting in those scenes was really good. Yeah. Because he looked white as a sheep. Yeah. Like he looked like he was going to throw up. Yeah. And he looked like, not in that way that some films do, where they're like, oh, what's wrong, Peter? And he's like, oh, uh, nothing. Uh, You know, he looked genuinely like he was still paying attention and trying to cover up that he felt, you know, like, Liz is talking to him or whatever and he's like oh yeah yeah like here you go and you know he's trying to cover it up it's not like oh god I'm so nervous yeah Yeah, but he was like white as a sheet yeah looked like a bit sweaty a bit kind of like fuck (laughs) yes what it said yeah Yeah. that's what the look said and just like what am I gonna do yeah yeah what am I gonna do that's the thing yeah because he's questioning he doesn't know yeah and so I thought that was really good because, and it, it helped with that, the phone twist thing, because you didn't think no. he had a, a, you know, you he looks so defeated in yeah. that moment. He looks so like, well, that's it then. Yeah. Like, I can't do anything. Yeah. And yeah, I think he, that, the, the acting in those scenes was really good because yeah. I honestly thought, yeah. And that comes from the actor, doesn't it? Yeah. It comes from like, I mean, it comes from the twist yeah. and the way that in which it was filmed and from Keaton as well. Yeah. But it comes from him, like his shock yeah. and his terror and his kind of like, oh shit, mm. is what you feel. It's the, the whiplash thing. Yeah. Of like, everyone's so terrified of this one guy. Yeah. So that immediately puts stakes in the situation. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't need to do anything, but it's how people yeah, react, react to him. To him. Yeah. Um, and the twist, again... So well done. Yeah. A like playing the race card so you don't see it because yeah. she's you don't put mixed two race and you together. don't you just don't yeah make that association. And B, as I was saying, using all the kind of geeks in the audience who will be watching a Spider Man film, he'll be lusting after the girl Liz. Even if they're not consciously thinking it, they'll be thinking in the back of their mind, Oh, she's Liz Allen. Yeah. She's Liz Allen, noted schoolmate of Peter Parker. That's Liz Allen. That's future wife of Harry Osborne, Liz Allen. They don't mention the surname, but you're like, that's Liz Allen. It's Liz Allen. Anytime you hear Liz Allen, oh, Liz Allen. Yeah, it's Liz Allen. It's not Liz Allen. Not Liz Allen at all. It's Liz Toombs. So is Liz Toombs a character? No. Oh, no. So they just. Because normally he's like a really old guy and he's uh-uh. whatever. Interesting. Yeah, so they just, they just said, ha. Fuck you, geeks. You thought you knew what yeah. was going on. We Anyone twisted can be that shit Liz. on you. Exactly. I just thought that was very, very clever. Um, okay. And then I have my last point. Lovely. Which is, um, I, I think we've kind of discussed it a little bit, but um, I really liked, I liked that this wasn't an origin film. Yes. Because I can't watch any more origin films. <laughs> you know, like, oh, yeah. I'm a superhero. What do I do? Yeah. Like, no. Moving on. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, I liked that it wasn't a, an origin film and it wasn't an end of the world film. Yeah. So it was somewhere in between. Yeah. And it was like lower level, yeah. kind of street level. Mm. And for me, I enjoy those ones so much more. Yeah. Because it feels tangible. It feels yeah. real. It feels interesting. It feels like it has drama to it. Yeah. It has like life drama to yeah. it. Like his life is, you know, will change, and yeah, you know, the life of those people that live in that neighborhood will change mm. if 
you know, these weapons get out or whatever. Mm-hmm. And and so I feel like the stakes are high, like we've discussed kind of already, yeah. but like for him and yeah. for those around him. Mm. But they're not high in the sense that the whole world's going to explode yeah. any in 10 seconds if he doesn't get to the bomb. Yeah. Because to be honest, it's just not very dramatic. Yeah. It, it seemed, you know, inherently it should mm. be because it's like it's the end of the world. Mm. That is really, really, really high yeah. stake. But when you've seen it a million times for one mm. and for two, like when you can't comprehend that, yeah. you can't relate to it or comprehend yeah. such large stakes, bringing it down to this person's life, these people's lives, yeah. you know, it makes it so much more dramatic, I mm. think. Um and so I liked that it didn't have that scale. It wasn't the beginning and it wasn't the end. Mm. And it wasn't massive in terms of, you know, an alien from out of space. Yeah. It was something in between. Yeah. Um, and it still had that superhero element because yeah. it's alien-like matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, you know, there's, there's, he's a superhero, obviously. Mm-hmm. So it's not, you're, it's not, you know, street fights. Yeah. But it's, it feels a lot more tangible. Yeah and real and it feels like there are consequences mm. and it feels like you care about them yeah um i think this film did a good job of making you care mm. about what was going on yeah um so yeah yeah i'd yeah i'd 100 percent agree with that it's that it's it, that, that they understand more than maybe other <clears throat> films or other whatever or even themselves a few years ago yeah because I feel like they're learning lessons from their own yeah Yeah. they're kind of streamlining it of like you say the stakes need to be high for your protagonist yeah like if they're high for the world then sure fine fair enough but they don't need to be no they really don't need to be and also that doesn't inherently make it high for your protagonist no no it needs it needs to have that personal connection because that's what you're going to relate to as an audience. Yeah. That's the reason why you watch Age of Ultron and it's a great film and I really enjoyed it and it's fun, but then you watch Captain America Civil War and it feels much bigger yeah. even though it's, like, minuscule. Like, yeah, Age of Ultron, if they fail, the, the everyone goes extinct. Yeah. That's Ultron's whole plan, to, to kill every human being on the planet. Yeah. Captain America, if... Captain America loses, then he might die, or Tony Stark might die, or yeah. it's it's so small. Yeah. But it feels so much bigger. Yeah. You really feel every punch that they and this was the same. This was the same of of somebody trying to like say trying to do the right thing. And not necessarily wanting to do the right thing, but knowing that they have to do the right thing because you don't need to spell it out. But with great power comes great responsibility. And at this stage, that's a lesson that he's already learned. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think, yeah, the scale. And it, it gives me a lot of hope because I want that to be more of a thing in yeah. the future for yeah. Marvel films. I really want that, to, and I've wanted for years, to have a Black Widow film that is what's the Marvel Universe, Marvel Cinematic Universe version of a spy film. Yeah. And it's not a huge thing. It's like a Tinker Taylor Soldier spy, like a small thing Yeah. with just the best spy in the world. Yeah. And obviously there's going to be fighting, there's going to be action, blah, blah, blah. But it's a very small scale story. It's like solving something small. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, And this gives me hope that they they would, you know, potentially want to do that after they've done all, you know, they're about to go into space and fight a god, essentially. But (laughs) after that, then we can get a bit more low level again. Reality, yeah. 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 Um, So did you like it, Dan? I loved it. Did you? I loved it. I really did. It's it's up there, absolutely up there with my favourite MCU films, I think. And is it is it up there, like, number one? Or I don't know. It... I don't know. I wouldn't want to speak to that okay, um, without sorry, a lawyer present, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't so push it's me not, to be honest. So it's not, like... It's not an it's outright, not, yeah. like, this is the best ever. Yeah. Because the Avengers is... I mean, that you were there and rocked I watched world. that, and that really, yeah, kind of rocked my world. Um, made me believe in God. Um, no, it didn't. Because uh, that's silly. God being Thor. God being Thor, of course. I believed in him. <laughs> so petty, so tiny. Um, but it was, yeah, it's it's up there with the Avengers and the Guardians of the Galaxies. So does that world. mean up there with your favourite films ever at all? Pretty much, yeah. Favourite films, right? Yeah, in terms of enjoyment. 
Yeah. Like, I just had such a good time watching this film. You did love it. It's really you? funny, really emotional, really just a, a kind of, like you say, just a logical story. Yeah. Working its way through, watching a, watching a, it's, it's like the kind of the cornerstones, the, the very basis of drama, of watching a character try to do something, but having a million obstacles yeah. in between. And it's, it's just so, yeah, I don't know. I keep. I feel like I'm overusing the word endearing, but it really is such mm. a such a quality that you warm towards. Yeah. Of like someone trying to do the right thing. Yeah. Um. It's it's very simple, but and it's yeah. They 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 did it well with the Sam Raimi ones. I I do think they're good films. The first two at least. Um, the Andrew Garfield ones. I don't know. Had a bit of an issue in terms of trying to build too much of a world. Mm. Like it didn't just kind of, and he was too cool. Yeah. I mean, Andrew Garfield's quite a cool guy. Seems like quite a cool guy anyway. And the the Peter Parker that he played was too cool, so he didn't really kind of get on board with it. And too much of it was the parents' stuff. Yeah. Like them trying to do something different. Um, but this, I feel like they've really got the character. Yeah. They're really telling good, a uh, good story. Um, Tom Holland is a great choice. Um, I loved the the suit. I thought the suit looked amazing all the way yeah. through. Loved the eyes. Finally, having the eyes that change shape that they do in the comics, but obviously it doesn't really make sense in you know films. But here, when you've got Tony Stark who can make a thing out of a thing, you can have the eyes that move, which makes it a lot more expressive. Which means that they feel more comfortable having him in the suit for longer. Yeah. And being able to emote within the suit that makes that so much more fun. I love the um, having the his Jarvis in mm. the suit because that almost then gives a reason him talking to her mm. makes him more used to talking to himself in the suit yeah. which then makes it more likely why he would be making jokes when he's in yeah. fights and stuff which is always a little bit of a like disconnect it's great when you see it on the page but then it's one of those things that translates kind of weirdly yeah. when he's like all quippy and cool yeah. it's like, uh, but then this kind of gives a reason for that I really enjoyed that um I just yeah, I just thought it was great. Tip top. Yeah, um, and then the the kind of the post credit dish sting of um, having Matt Gargan there, the Scorpion, mm. uh, talking to the Vulture, and obviously we've got had the Shocker. You know, like just another three guys, and there's a Sinister Six, and maybe that can be for the next film. And yeah, um, just brilliant. And I loved the the Donald Glover bit of like having the reference to his nephew, mm-hmm. who in the Ultimate Comics is Miles Morales. So that kind of brings that kind of thing. And I thought that was a clever little nod, just to kind of like say, hey, he's you know he's around in this world. Yeah. And I don't know what they're gonna do with the thing, but it's yeah. There's a lot of possibilities for the future, but it wasn't to the extent of like an Amazing Spider-Man two, where a third of the film is devoted to setting up. Yeah. You know all of these other things that. Yeah. In a you know. As it turned yeah. out, never actually happened. Yeah, because most, you know, geeks are going to know that anyway. Exactly. And other people don't really need to know it. No. Except that later on you can say, oh, yeah, didn't someone mention yeah. something about that? You say, yes, yes, they did. And you can say, well, that was at minute 41, <laughs> but there was also a reference at minute 12, it if you're a, really listening. It was, a, it was a visual reference in a newspaper that one of the characters was reading. <laughs> um, makes reference to Hobie Brown. A.K.A. the Prowler. Um, he takes his... Yeah. So, so, what is your mark out of five, Daniel? Five on five. <laughs> Diddly five. Happily, happily five out of Happily five out of five. Couldn't for, have been anything less. For me, it was four. Sure. Um, because I did enjoy it, but, it, you know, it was never going to be a five out of five for Have me. any of them been five on five for you? I don't think so. No. Has anything been a five on five for you? Yes. What would be a five out of five film for you? I don't know that. Fair enough. Off the top of my head, but I'm I'm not like you. I don't just throw it around, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like I'm some kind of whore. <laughs> you know, I try and try and hold back. You know, be a bit more measured. Interesting. Um, but no, I'm sure there has been a five out of five. I yeah. can't remember it. Mm, that'd be interesting. Mm, that'd be maybe interesting. Mad Max. Oh, Fury Road. Yeah, you yeah. bloody love that, didn't you? Yeah. Bloody love it. Bloody love it. Anyway. anyway, yes, we're just rambling on now. But um, yes, yeah, so uh, dear listener, thank you so much for, for listening to this. And I'm sure you'll be listening to um, next week's uh, flicks. Tiffany B, 
You're, you're a wonder. You're a delight. Thank you so much for, for watching this with me. For I love talking about these films with you. I love kind of sharing these things that I love with you. It makes me very, very happy. So thank you very much for, for, for joining me. Um, so that is our um, spoiler-filled, um, effusively praised, uh, geeking out, slightly teary um, <laughs> review of Spider-Man colon Homecoming and what a homecoming it was. Cheers! Cheers! <laughs>